The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to this little quick hitter from the Pride of Detroit PODcast. We got a chance to sit down once again with our good friend Amon Ra St. Brown, Detroit Lions wide receiver. Got to talk about a lot of different topics here. We got to talk about Sam Laporta, Jamison Williams, what it's like sitting there, missing games, how much he wants to be playing. It was great to catch up with him here in the middle of the season as they prepare for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's get right into it. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Welcome back to the Pride of Detroit POD cast. Uh, great to talk to you again. It's been a it's been a little bit of time. But first, before we get going, uh, tell me what you're doing with Little Caesars. Yeah. So, you know, I partnered with Little Caesars last year. Um, and you know, one of my favorite events that, you know, I did actually it was this year um, was before the Super Bowl in Arizona. They had their Love Kitchen event where they help communities in need. And, you know, I love helping, definitely helping people out. And it was just awesome to see people there. Um, a lot of veterans um, handing out pizza, getting to meet people. It was just a bunch of fun. Uh, there were some other athletes there too. So, um, you know, me, Cam, Cam Hayward, Cam Jordan. Um, it was just a lot of fun being able to be out there. Um, like I said, I love pizza uh, myself. So being able to give out pizza to people that, you know, might need it. Um, also give out Super Bowl tickets. It was a lot of fun. Well, we'll keep, keep the food, keep the food in the back of your mind, because I think I have a surprise question for you at the end um, okay. from from a, a USC source. But I first wanted to ask you, you know, you did miss the game against the Carolina Panthers. I know how competitive you are. I know that must have stung really hard. I know you did. I think you missed a game last year as well. But how hard is it? I know Dan has said that it was hard to keep you off the field and how competitive it was. It frustrating for you to be sitting there? Or are you feeling confident? Like what's, what's going through your head? Like how, how are you feeling when you're told you can't play this week? Yeah, it's definitely frustrating. Uh, you know, I don't want to, don't like to miss any games if I, if I'm able to, um, but you know, the, the way it kind of played out, um, I kind of, they said I probably wasn't gonna be able to play this week. So, um, or last week I should say. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's dumb, but if you look at the score, I guess they didn't need me out there. Uh, they won pretty, by a pretty large margin. So I think they were just fine. Well, I did, I did want to ask about that. So dovetailing off that, 
there's a lot more mouths to feed now on this offense. You've got Sam Laporta, who's putting up numbers you haven't seen since Mike Ditka. You got JMO, they're working back into, into their Reynolds and Khalif. They're both playing extremely well. How does it feel where, you know, does it does it take a load off your shoulders when there's more guys that you know that this offense can depend upon? Or are you still looking out there and you still want to be, you know, you, you still want to see the ball at least 10 times? Uh, I mean, yeah. I want to win games. That's the biggest thing. Uh, If we're winning, I think we're all happy. So we're doing pretty good right now. But yeah, like you said, I think we got some more talent on this offense that we than we did when I first got here. And I mean, that's that's amazing to have an offense that has so many weapons, um, so many different places the ball can go to, um, so many different explosive players. And for me, I still like to be um, involved. Obviously, I still want to do my part. But having guys on the team that can that can also help and be, you know, be key contributors, be those, make those splash plays. It's, I mean, it's amazing to have guys like that around you because it just opens up things for for myself, um, for others on the team. So we just work off each other, whether it's the run game, pass game. And, you know, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun being a part of this whole offense. Sam, Sam in particular, Laporta has been just absolutely on a pace. Like I said, we haven't seen this since Mike Ditka and he played in the sixties and was already insane talking about, you know, a tight end back then going for a thousand yards. So what what's made Sam really special as you've watched him? Because, you know, because you're kind of going for the same sort of plays. Yeah, Sam's a he's a he's a monster Um, in the run game. He can block uh, in the pass game. He's I think he has more wiggle than people think uh, in his route running. Um, Great hands run after the catch is smart, um, reliable. I mean, he's he's a great, great addition to this offense. We're so happy to have him here on our team. As you guys can see, I mean, he's a. He's a beast. So I'm excited just to see him keep doing his thing. I know his role is going to get even bigger as the season goes, as he gets more comfortable. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm happy for him. I, I can't wait you know, to see what he does moving forward, especially towards the end of the season. Energy at Ford Field has been off the roof. And we saw you last time we saw you, you were taking the Lambeau leap. You would take you were blowing kisses to the uh, to Packers fans upset there and just palling with so much Honolulu blue up in up in Lambeau what is the energy like on the road what's it like at home like it it is this is this seems I I know for me covering the team for this long I've not seen anything like this in a very long time yeah the energy is amazing um you know I can only really compare it to two years ago when I was a rookie to now um you know I didn't watch too many Lions games growing up um but I would say the energy is definitely different from when I first got here um even I would say like the away games, like you said, Kansas City week one when I first got there, like for pregame warmups, um, the whole our whole sideline was basically all all Lions fans, like eight rows deep going across our whole sideline to the end zone, um, cheering us on before the game. And then in Green Bay, you guys saw even after the game how many blue jerseys there were. Um, and I would say it was like that even last year when we played them in that last game, uh, in that season finale against Green Bay. But it's, I mean, I think, Detroit fans are some of the best out, in my opinion, um, from what I've seen so far. Um, they're, you know, supportive. They they stuck with us through, through the ups and downs. They've been here the whole time. Um, and they just, you know, they love seeing us uh, go out there and compete, whether we're winning, whether we're losing. Um, so that's something that I appreciate as a player, are, are the fans that just, man, they stick with us. And we're so happy to be playing well just for them because I know it's been a, it's been a long time for, for Lions fans. So 
Hopefully yeah, and you, you really feed that energy too. you go out there, you interact with them. You really try to like, keep them going too. Like, is that something you feel like that's, that's something you want to do every game. You want to go out there, you want to feed them, you want to get them involved. Definitely. I think for me, you know, um, I think football is entertainment. It's a sport of entertainment. Um, so, you know, when I, if I score, when I score, I like to do something for the, with the fans, whatever it is. Um, Cause at the end of the day, I mean, like the fans are coming to see us play. They want to see, uh, you know, watch a show. Um, and I think we're out there. That's our job is to go put on a show, obviously win games, but we're entertainers at the end of the day and we wouldn't be anything without our fans. So I love, like I said, I love our fans. Um, if we can, any way that I can keep them engaged is always, always a good, good sign for me. So speaking of entertainment, you and your brother Equinemius, you do have a podcast you do together. Yeah. Um, this week is USC and Notre Dame. Uh, how much hell do you really give him each week on on this rivalry? Do you really have a rivalry between the two of you for this game? Um, you know, right now, I think it's going to be a good game. Honestly, I'm going to say USC versus Notre Dame. But I, I would say there is definitely a rivalry. I would say, um, I mean, I think SC is going to smash on, on Notre Dame this week, but he probably has other words to say. Um, but I would say more more so Lions versus Bears. I love to just, you know, talk, talk mess where I can because I'm in the place to do it right now. Um, they're one and four, one, four and one. So um, I can really say what I want. And he can't really do much about it um, until they start winning some games. But um, until you I, we, meet pretty late in the season for right. that, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just have fun on the podcast. Um, little, you know, friendly banter between me and him. And I can do it because he's my brother. So I can say what I want, um, oh, sure. which makes it fun. Um, but no, it's just. It's a lot of fun doing it with him um, and you know the other guests that we have on the show. So Jamison Williams, it was his first game back. Uh, he threw a monster block on the run for for Montgomery there, and that was phenomenal. What do you think he really? What, what does he bring to this team outside of just you know? A lot of fans talk about his speed. A lot of fans talk about his deep threat. But what else does he really bring to the Lions from interacting think, with them? Yeah, um, Jamo's a he's a good he's a funny dude, good dude. Um, I mean, I think, like you said, he blocks harder than people think. Um, he will stick his head in there and, and really, you know, lay a blow if, he, if the chance is given, opportunity comes. Um, obviously, everyone knows he's fast and whatnot, but he's a um, he's a good teammate. He, you know, wants wants all of us to do good. Um, we we want we all want him to do good. So the receiver room itself, I love it. Uh, the the combination that we have, the guys in this room, um, all we all want each other to do, to be great. Um, and adding him, I mean, I think he's only going to get better, you know, moving forward. Obviously, he hasn't played too much because, you know, he was hurt last year, played a little towards the end of the year, and then, you know, he just came off the suspension. So the more games he, you know, gets under his belt, I think he's just going to get more comfortable and just we're going to be able to really, really do some things with him. Who, who has, like, the most of your wide receiver group? Who has the food habit where it's either, like, you're impressed with what that guy can eat or it just you're either you're maybe you're disgusted by it, but like, who's got a quirky food habit? Um, quirky. Uh, it's hard to say. I don't think. Cause I always remember I talked with golden Tate a few years ago and he told me he would do like half pesto sauce, half bolognese sauce on pasta before every game. I don't know anyone really like that in our room um, that has, you know, weird, weird food habits or, you know, eat sauce with everything. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, I wouldn't say we all have the best diet uh, in, the, in the receiver room. Um, we kind of all just kind of eat. For the most part, we eat 
what we want. I know some of us, I think Khalif um, kind of eats more healthier than, than some of us. But for the most part, we kind of just eat, you know, what's given to us here in the facility. And then when we're at home, whatever, kind of whatever we want. You, you, as you say, you got the metabolism to burn it off for sure. Right, right. Like, so it's it's always funny though when those stories come up about like you know Seahawks guys are like eating bowls of sugar and stuff. It's just like, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I did need to ask you about what you are doing. Uh, tell me about the Little Caesars Pizza Pizza pregame. Yeah, yeah. So the Pizza Pizza pregame is is kind of cool. Um, they have if you order, you know, Little Caesars, Little Caesars Pizza an hour before the game. Um, you get a you get some perks. You get a chance to win tickets to Super Bowl Fifty Eight, which is awesome. Uh, I just shot something for that uh, not too long, like thirty minutes ago. So uh, once that comes out, you guys will be able to see. It was pretty fun. Um, but no, it's an awesome little thing that they're doing um, just for the fans, get them engaged, um, and hopefully maybe you win a chance to to go see you know two teams play in Super Bowl Fifty Eight. All right, last question for you. We we did have Dan's comment about you know. If you're if you're hunted, will be on the front porch. How do you feel like the mentality of this team is? You've clearly got a pretty good lead on the NFC North. You've got people giving you a little bit of of respect and now starting to pay attention to the Detroit Lions. I feel, though, you're still something of an unknown to some people. I just read some. Uh, author today saying, like, he doesn't know too much about the Lions and doesn't think they've played in any big games. So do you feel like you still have something to prove with this team or are you just going to let, you know, you're just going to go out there and just, you know, you want to make the playoffs that, and that's it. Yeah. I think for us, um, I think if we just keep doing what we're doing now, uh, the rest will speak for itself. Um, I think winning is the most important thing in this league. And if we can continue to win, um, then, you know, people will have nothing but good things to say about us. You guys will have no choice, but to write good things about us. Um, but like I said, if you're not winning games, you can't really, it's the same old line. So for us, we're just, we're not really trying to pay attention to too much of the outside noise. Uh, we take it one week at a time, um, try to be whoever we have, you know, that week and take care of business that week. And if we do, uh, hopefully, you know, when we look back in 10 weeks, we could be in the, you know, playoffs, hopefully playing with home field advantage. If, the, if when the, when our, when our, we win our division, um, but yeah, that's the goal, man. We just take it one week at a time and, and try to do our jobs. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Thanks for coming back on the Pride of Detroit POD cast. Always love having you in. Hope to see you again soon sometime. Appreciate it, Chris. Take care. 